to Melanin Medicine, your random dose of an African girl's musing. Hello, hello, it's me, your girl, reporting live from my living room. Um, I'm so happy to report that I have reached that level where I never want to leave my house and I'm so comfortable. I don't know if it's old age, I have no idea, but you know what? I'm happy, I'm content, I'm fine just staying in the house and not going anywhere. Like, that's fine with me. So, um, first up, I think, um... I need to explain why I haven't had an episode out in a few weeks. Um, just hold on. I'm trying to check how long I haven't updated. Yeah, wow. Okay. The the last episode was posted on 21st of January. Okay. So a lot has happened since then. Uh, I turned 34 end of January. And to be honest, I had the most amazing birthday. Like it was so wonderful. Um honestly way better than i expected i think i mentioned i was a bit antsy about the whole day but i was shown so much love i cried so much and i got so many gifts like turns out manifesting things on twitter actually works like my house just has some really lovely things and you know what to all my friends family and my loved ones who made it so special my deepest warmest thank you from the bottom of my heart like i had an amazing time and because i turned 34 i've been meaning to do an episode where um i talk about like 34 lessons i've learned all these years and all that stuff but i honestly haven't found time to just sit down and put my thoughts together and i'm hoping this happens sooner or later but it'll most probably be later so anyway Moving on, um, today's Thursday. Yesterday was Ash Wednesday, which marks the beginning of Lent. Um, if you check one of my older episodes, I think it was, you know, in the beginning of this journey. Um, I talk about <laughs> I talk about Easter a lot. I think twice uh, last year and the year before. I stopped. Okay, so last year actually is when I started. Um, going back to giving up things for Lent, but mine is not for religious purposes. You can refer to the episode about my crisis in faith. But anyway, I'm taking this time. This year, I've given up alcohol as usual. It's day two so far. I'm So far, I think I'm doing well. Thank God for Aquamist sparkling water. It tastes like, this is like Savannah without alcohol for me, or it's like Prosecco. And yeah, I just usually take a little bit like lemons or something. So yeah, I'm not sure how I'm going to cope with going outside or let me say outsiding without drinking. I don't think I have the capacity to like hang out with people who are drinking when I can't. Uh, So yeah, wish me luck. We'll see how it goes. I have 38 more days. (laughs) Lord help us. So yeah, today I decided I'm going to talk about a story that happened about nine years ago. The year was 2011 in july um which was actually my girl who reminded me about this and i thought this would be a very fun story to tell you guys and basically this is just about how some subaru fanboy almost killed me 
And then I was saved by an angel in a Mercedes Benz. Yeah. Uh, so basically what happened was one of my friends, it was one of my friend's birthday. And she decided she was going to have, uh, she was going to throw like a birthday dinner in a hotel in Western Sankara. So at the time we were like this gang gang of girls. And she was the only one at the time who was consistently driving or let me say she had a car so the rest of us i know you used to drive back then and most of my friends didn't either so basically what happened was we went to her house and then from there we were going to sankara uh for the dinner so um she had a her car was fairly big so i think we used to fit like a car usually fits like five but we were a group of six so six of us could fit in the car and so yeah so we went with her we went to sankara and we had a really lovely dinner so it was us you know it was gang gang and some of her friends so i remember what happened was we decided we were going to go to vola after to party and you know turn up after the dinner so vola if you're young <laughs> let me say if you're not my age vola is what you guys now refer to as winning post at the Ngong race course there was a time it was a club called Vola. It was like the hottest thing in Nairobi. Because, you know, in Nairobi, that's how like clubs come and go. You could be the flavor of the month or, you know, the next thing you know, you're forgotten. And then you come back as another club. So, yeah, I think clubs in Nairobi just have a life of their own. Wow, this could be another episode. Anyway, moving along swiftly. So what happened was um, a couple of our other friends had come to the hotel for dinner as well. But they didn't have a right to go to Vola. So what did they do? They jumped into my friend's car and took our space. So when I say our space, I mean me and my other girl. So because we're nice people and yeah, clearly we decided to put their needs in front of ours, which was quite dumb. This is my problem about being a nice person and being taken advantage of. Anyway, that's a story for another day. So we decided, okay, you guys can take our place because we had two seats in the car. And we we're like, let's go with the birthday girl's uh, neighbor because his friend had come to pick him up. And he was like, okay, you guys can come with me. We have space in our car. So we're like, fine. We get to the basement and it's a Subaru. I've always had problems about Subaru drivers. That's like a thing for me. So just to give you guys some background, I've always had what I call vehicular phobia. I'm that person who will always hang on to the handle of the car. As a passenger, I'm not a fan of sitting shotgun. Like if I always had a choice, I'd always choose to sit behind unless we're just, you know, myself and the driver in the car. And then I really hate speeding. I, I just don't like it. It makes me so uneasy. I feel my heart racing. And I'm always, you know, pumping imaginary brakes. I just hate it. Like, I don't really care if you're the most experienced driver. I'll never feel <laughs> secure about your driving. I think I'm only comfortable with my own driving. And even when I drive, I'm just like, you know, I may think I have my shit together, but you don't know about Kenyan drivers and you don't know what it is that they'll do. And, you know, maybe they may hit you. And I... <sighs> Anyway, so basically, I'm not a fan of Subaru drivers. Um, I think maybe their rep has changed a bit this last couple of years. But that time, Subaru drivers were a menace to society. And I was not a fan. So anyway, at this rate, I'm not a, I was a beggar. I'm not a chooser. So I couldn't just decide, okay, I can't go with a, a Subaru. And, you know, back then, we didn't have Uber. You know, back then, you had to call a cab. 
and the cab prices were not fixed so you really had to negotiate and we were broke ass bitches so anyway so we get into the car and i remember we drove out of sankara and when we when we reached the mall the guy's just revving the engine and i'm just like fuck you know that moment when you realize you've made a grave mistake that was me so what was happening was this guy decided to start to start really speeding and back in the day the Westlands roundabout was open. So immediately we crossed the roundabout heading to Waiyaki Way is when my life started flashing before my eyes, like literally. So I remember what pissed me off was that this guy who invited us to get into this car could see how I was visibly uncomfortable. And you know, for me, when I'm uncomfortable, I don't shut the fuck up. Like I was screaming. I'm like, please slow down, please slow down. And this fucking nigga is encouraging his friend to keep speeding and i was just like what the fuck like what have i done so i'm just there i'm holding on to the handles and i'm closing my eyes and i'm screaming and my girl sitting next to me i don't really know what was going on with her because my eyes were closed like tightly shut like i was not i i didn't want to see what was happening but you know i could feel him like crisscrossing um down Waiyaki way like i could just feel he's just overtaking and sweeping through the cars on the road and then now we get to james uh james gishiru and then what happened was i just felt so we're driving down the road me i'm already there i'm not talking to these people i'm just screaming my heart out and then literally i feel the car starting to spin you know that spinning okay i don't know if you know this spinning but i could feel like the car was gonna flip over so I just felt us almost flipping like on the left and then all of a sudden almost flipping on the right and I'm screaming. I'm really screaming. And then the car screeches to a halt. Do you know what I did? I fucking got out of the car and this is like the dead of night. It's like 2 a.m. I have no fucking idea what my plan was. But we're in the middle of Lavington. I don't know if you guys know the castle that's hidden um, just after the tack roundabout. There's like a castle. It's I think it's like a parastatal office or something. But the building is designed. Um, it looks like a castle. So anyway, we're somewhere there. So I get out of the car and I'm just like, fuck you niggas. I'm not fucking getting into this car. So the car is stationary. They stopped clearly because I got out. And then this uh, Mercedes Benz just uh, comes and stops right behind us. So the the windows roll down and there's this lady with her teenage son. And she's like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you people? Why are you driving like idiots? Get into my car. Get into my car now. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Anyway, so I, I'm just like, okay, hold on. Let me go get my friend. So I run to the car and I tell him, I tell my girl, yo, get the fuck out. Out, get out, get out, get out. So immediately she gets out of the car. This fucking asshole speed off and leave us there in the middle of nowhere in this, uh, with this lady who we have no idea who she is. So we enter the car um, and then she starts lecturing us and she's like, what's wrong with you young people today? Why is he, like, why are you in a car that's driving so crazy like this? You know, me when I was even telling my son, how by the time you get you guys get to the 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 junction the interchange you guys are gonna die because you guys almost hit me you almost hit i don't know who and we're just like we don't know who the drivers are (laughs) we just met them today they were giving us a lift she's like okay fine where are you guys going so we're like we're going to congress because she's like okay i'm gonna take you guys there so we're like fine so by the way um another car had also stopped behind her and this man came out he was like 
an older man, clearly older than us, but she he kind of looked like probably her older son or something like that. So, but he didn't talk to us. He just stopped. Um, he waited for us to get into the lady's car, and then he was following us. So we keep driving. We pass the roundabout for Tuck, and then so as we head towards Lavington Green, we find the car we were in had stopped. So apparently they were having car trouble because, okay, I'm not an expert when it comes to things, car. <laughs> Is it when it comes to car things? Yes, when it comes to car things. But anyway, apparently what happened was because of how stupidly fast that guy was driving, he hit the brakes too fast. And I think, I don't know, he affected the brakes. He fucked up the car. So we find them there and the lady gets out. So she parks. And then you're hearing the kid is like, oh, no. And we're like, <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> so she stops the car, gets out. And then, so she goes to confront those guys after they left us in the middle of nowhere. And then the car behind also stops and the guy gets out and he goes to follow her. So you can see like, so she starts lecturing uh, my friend's neighbor who turns out she knows him and she knows his parents. She starts, she slapped him and she's like, how could you? How can you be so careless? I don't know what. And then the guy, the guy she was with, who we thought was her older son, also just started roughing up the driver. And we're like, so we asked the kid in the car and we're like, is that your brother? And he's like, no, that's our bodyguard. And we're like, Connie, where are you guys? <laughs> but he never answered. So anyway, she lectured them. She got back into the car and she took us all the way to, to Vola. And, you know, of course, we're young. We continued having a good time. Can you imagine those fucking idiots actually came to Vola? I don't even remember. <laughs> like, for me, it was so traumatizing because I don't even remember what the driver looks like. But I do remember uh, one of the guys who was in the car who, instead of, you know, telling his friend to slow down because he could see we're visibly comfortable, he was just egging him on, you know, and trying to distract us with some dumb shit. So... Anyway, that thing, that experience was very fucked up. Um, especially, I remember at the time. I think um, no, I don't. I don't want to talk about that that part. But I was just like, what if I died? What What would I have told my mom? Like, I hadn't even told her that I was going out that night. I just told her I was going to sleep at, at my friend's house, and you know. And I remember at the time, my mom always used to tell me she didn't want to get phone calls at night, and. You know, it was just, just the thought that something bad could have happened simply because I entered a car of a guy, a driver I was not, I didn't know. You know, in hindsight, that was such a dumb move. But, you know, at the time we were broke and we were trusting. And, you know, my, my friend's neighbor also made us go there. Like, I think for me, that that was actually quite disappointing. I've never actually spoken to him since then. And to be honest, I, I'm happy never having encountered him again because I was just like, he really took my life as, I don't want to say a joke, but I, I think he took it for granted because something terrible could have happened and he just stood by and encouraged his friend to act like a moron. Like it was just crazy. And so, yeah, that's the story about how I nearly died. And for me, I think, what I really want to say, and I think men have this thing where this is not an attack on men. It's just that this has happened to me a couple of times. You'd be surprised how many other cars I was in where people are acting like idiots. Like I always complain about speed and what, and every single time a guy's driving me, every time I tell them slow down, they just drive faster. I don't know what it is. 
about but it always just affects me and i think you should just literally be more empathetic and considerate about the passengers you have in your car because not all the time it's not always jokes it's not always like you're kenya drifting and you think you're better than any other driver shit happened so many people have died in accidents you know so please just drive safely and you know take care of other people on the road take care of the passengers who you're driving and yeah, I, I'd like to say I've never been in a Subaru again, but my girl drives a Subaru, which she gave me to drive the other day, and it was <laughs> a horrible experience. But yeah, no hate for Subaru drivers. I think I got over that. I'm still not over speed or my vehicular phobia. But yeah, that that I think the next time I should tell you about <laughs> that guy who was doing scrambles in Karen and then driving in the opposite sides of roundabouts i've just really been through it anyway bye guys and one last thing i think we have one more week of matt um mercury being in retrograde renegade lucozade reggaeton whatever and i won't lie this last couple of weeks have been really hard so here's hoping we get out of it alive love you mean it bye